All right, welcome into episode 13 of the Beer Money Podcast. As always, the show is brought to you by Kyle McGeechan at Two Rivers Realty. If you're looking to get into a no home before the weather gets cold, it's starting to get cold. So if you're looking to get into a home before it starts getting cold, hit up Kyle McGeechan, Two Rivers Realty. You can uh, shoot him an email with uh, what you're looking for. And uh, Buzz, Buzz, what's that email that you can get him at? That email is tworiverskyle at gmail.com. That is T-W-O. R-I-V-E-R-S-K-Y-L-E at gmail.com. Buzz has been practicing that in the mirror all day long. Mm-hmm. He knew that was coming, and he's like, I'm going to nail this. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to make sure my one part was really nice, so. No, but, uh, so Buzz, we uh, we got this all set up on our on our own, so I'm your host, Big Ben. I'm joined by uh, my co-host, Buzz, and guess who's not here? Mr. Ham Lico. Mr. Ham Lico. So our uh, our producer extraordinaire Ham, he's uh, he's on the DL. He's uh, he's feeling under the weather, so we wanted to make sure we took all the proper precautions to, you know, keep everyone safe and healthy, especially with the holidays coming up. We don't need anybody running around with the vid, you know. So no, you got the sniffles. I'll boot you the f- out. Yeah, like, get I out of here with that the right now. Um, no, so I don't know if... Hope he feels better, don't get me in, wrong, but... What we're going to do is record this episode and then send it to him, and hopefully he can fix it and post, but if this sounds like garbage, it's because two idiots set it up and, and try to do it themselves, so... That's pretty fair. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so we set all this up. Um, we actually had it. We FaceTimed him, so we FaceTimed Ham and had him help us, you know, plug that in there. What? what? pretty much what we did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, said, we called him and said, hey, explain this to us like we're five, so... Um, we got this all set up. Hopefully, you can hear everything okay. Hopefully, we're coming through uh, loud and clear. Hopefully, uh, our voices are fucking sexy as ever. I'm sure they are. They're silky smooth. We don't need any. We don't need any equipment. We could record this with a tin can, and we'd still sound fucking great. So yeah, but to be honest, right before we started this, we thought yeah. we were all set, we and then we started looking, and we're like, oh man, like definitely, my definitely my mic wasn't up. getting picked up. Yeah, I like I could hear me on Ben's mic. So that's when we had to FaceTime him again. Did you forget something in front of my name? Oh, yeah. Um, douche Ben. Yeah. We, had, we had to make sure we did that. Um, and so, yeah, for real, though, we were in a pretty bad spot. Luckily, um, uh, our producer there, Hamlin, was able to stay by his phone and walk us through a very simple task that we just were not yeah. able to comprehend. It, really it was, was quite literally about three buttons. Um, but that's about three buttons uh, too many for us realistically we just sit here and he does most of the work and we've kind of mentioned this before and we've tried to be appreciative but i think this is a good um indicator of why we are not capable of doing both the talking and actual producing so no a lot of people can but we certainly cannot no i mean the the talking is so damn good what what, you can only expect so much greatness from right you know you don't you don't ask the talent for too much i think that's what it comes down exactly right and yeah. the talent asks you to have their, you know, the grapes ready, the water, the cheese its mm. I need that ready for me. before. If, I, if I'm even going to show up, <laughs> I text <laughs> my order. Fuck. Text, <laughs> I text Buzz my order. We'll cut that. Yeah. Um, do, text, do, do, do. I text Buzz my order before I even get to his house. I say, look, motherfucker, I need this set up, this set up, and this set up. That's my rider. And that's usually when I say lit me from <laughs> back to front. But, um, you know, it just depends on the day. Sometimes yeah. it's front to back. It, you know, it just depends on the day. Yep. But, um, um, but yeah, we hope our levels aren't bad, though, in all seriousness. We're trying really hard to make this still work. 
We're going to export this really to, trying to make Mr. It work. Hamlin we're seeing, after. We're and seeing hope a it works therapist well. about it. We're trying to make it work. Yeah, but so. it's just sometimes he's just so cruel that it's hard for me. Yeah, he's so just so mean. I feel like I'm not listening so to mean him to ever. Me. Um, but I'm, I'm I don't just, know. He doesn't listen very well. He just listen, doesn't listen to me at all. Yeah. And then he comes in here and makes things up to make me sound bad. Yeah. And then he asked me to honk on his Peter after. Like everything is fine, you know, and it's just, it's not always fine. So I guess that just is what it is. But if I'm not in the mood, that all of a sudden I'm the bad right. guy. Yeah. Maybe I had a long day. All right. But okay. um, outside of that, yeah. no, which I don't is know. all actually very true outside of the honking yeah. on Peters, we really did have a very tough time setting this up. Um, we thought it'd be pretty easy, and it was just one thing after another. And again, it's worth noting that it makes us very appreciative and a good shout out to uh, Hamlico there. Very appreciative of what you do here. Yeah, because we, we can't do this. Um, this was come, a pain in the ass. Normally, so. I'll come in here and sit down in my chair, and my mic's sitting in front of me. It's almost like we're like an actual podcast, if you think right. about it. Like, I just come in here, the mic's sitting there, it's ready to go, everything's plugged in. We get to a point where we're like, all right, you guys ready to go? We're all like, yep. And he's like, okay, I press record, and then I just talk. And so does Buzz. And then uh, Ham takes care of the rest of it. So It's a different um, base today. Yeah. And I know people have like hit us up, at least me, people have hit us up like, you know, like, you know, uh, wanting to do their own or whatever. And it's like, believe me, man, there's a lot more that goes into this shit than people think. It's 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 not just, you know, plug in a microphone and press record. So. Well, yeah, you and me, we, we could do the talking about sports and stuff. Fine. It's not. It's yeah. everything past that, that without without Hamlin there, we'd have no, cho- uh, no chance. Yeah. I mean, like, realistically, we don't. I mean, even if we learned to do the little bit now, this is on a very lower level in the sense that we had to take out the interface. We had to do, like, plug in the mics differently. We had to do a lot of things that probably affected the quality just to try to make sure we put this out. Yeah, and we're not going to get too technical on you guys because, like, you probably don't even know what an interface is. It's no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. I mean, it's whatever. (laughs) Now, people listen to this. I don't know if you guys in the audience know who Andrew Dice Clay is, but uh, he had an old joke. uh, People don't know if they're listening to... uh, in, uh, or Buzz and Ben, or if they're listening to Neil and Bob. Hey, you guys, Neil and Bob, or is that just what you do? Oh! You get it? I don't get it, but that's another take we have to take out. <laughs> <laughs> With all of that said, though, the appreciation is there, but the podcast is still here as well. That's right. We're getting ready to go into our recap, but before we do that, there's one story at least we have to talk at about. At least one story. And that would be the PSG women's team. And I didn't mean to sound that condescending, but it's kind of funny in the sense of you don't well, really we, hear much about like the gonna, like big women's stories, this and that. But this is not. And we should. This isn't about the actual soccer play. To be fair, this is about what happened off the field, and this is goes to show now that the PSG and uh, this is in general they're pumping more money into the marketing and like the. Like the well, we what should, do you call we it? Like the cons- likability of like the women's soccer. Yeah, They're trying should, to pump it up, which is good. They should do that because it's still very good soccer. We, yeah, we needed to contextualize but it's what added we're talking something. about. Yeah, so, no, no, I know. So PSG is though. PSG is Paris Saint Germain, which is one of the biggest. Uh, you know, if you if you follow like professional soccer, professional football, PSG Paris Saint Germain is one of the biggest. You know, most famous soccer teams in the world. They play in the uh, the French league. Um, who you know they're. With them and like the EPL or English Premier League, it's one of the top soccer leagues in the world. Mm-hmm. So the men's version of the team is humongous. Obviously, you probably know that soccer worldwide is gigant, gigantic. Got so it, PSG, yeah. Mbappe, Na- yeah. uh, Neymar, Mbappe, and Neymar, Messi. Uh, Messi. They got all yeah. those guys. So PSG, the men's team, is one of the most famous soccer teams in the world. But they also have a women's team. Mm-hmm. And like uh, Buzz was saying a little bit earlier, 
the more money they pump in, I didn't even know that until I read this article, but they're starting to spend more money on women's soccer because they know like, hey, we got a product here that people are, you know, consuming. We never thought that the women's, you know, the women's teams might make us money, but now they are. So all of a sudden we're getting higher contracts, more endorsements, all that stuff. So like everything else, this comes down to money. And so uh, now that you guys kind of know you guys know what's going on, Buzz, so what happened to this girl, Buzz? What happened? Because I, I think this is a modern day Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. Not you, to, when not I, to, when not I, to I message you this business, article, but... though, that's exactly what you said. Yes. And I'm not going to lie. I had to Google that to figure it out because I didn't remember that. Yeah. And if you guys at home, if you don't know, just go ahead. Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, I'm Google sure. That, yeah. If you don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to definitely butcher these names, but I'm going to do my best. The first one, why don't you do the first one? You had that one. It's uh, Aminata Diallo. She is our uh, perp, you in might this, say. In this she case, the, she would be the perp. She, she's the perp. Yes. The perpetrator. And the victim, in victim. this case, um, for this would be uh, Kiara, or Kyra, excuse me, Kyra Hamrui. Hamrui. Yes, yes. So I don't, I don't necessarily know if it's like that, but it sounds good that way. <laughs> so the quick story of this the very quick story is that Aminata made sure she set up a hit on Hamrui in the sense of she offered a ride home to her one night. In that ride home, they get stopped at there. I think they stop somewhere. And when they're stopped, the car is parked. All of a sudden, some masked men come out of the woods and drag both of them out of the cars. Now, conveniently, um, Aminata, is that how you say it? Yeah, Aminata yep. Diallo. I mean, yep. yeah, Aminata Diallo is just restrained with no damage done. But uh, Hamrui has her legs beaten with metal, I said a metal object, I believe it was a metal pipe, they said, That's for a, several minutes. Yeah, which is exactly what happened to Nancy Kerrigan. And you're talking soccer. What do you need to use the most? Obviously, your legs. Yeah. Right? Several minutes. And all I can picture can at the time is the fact so funny, that Diallo's sitting there with like a shocked look on her face. Like, oh my god! What I know is it's so funny, but like, like come think on. about think about you know you're you're just going home. You, she doesn't know at the time that anything's gonna happen to her. Obviously, she's just going home from a night out, and you get pulled out of a car, and someone spends several minutes. Just Actually, wait. said around ten thirty p.m. So it sounds like just, maybe they were getting ready to go on their night, but, but they're coming back. But can you imagine someone yeah, just like come pull, back, yeah. pulling you out of a car and just like. You think you're going to get your ass kicked, maybe killed, but they just spend, as quoted as the article said, several minutes just hitting you in the legs. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Someone just sitting there like wailing you on the legs for several minutes. I mean, how like, obvious could you make it <laughs> at like, that are point? Are you guys going to punch me in the face at any time? Right. I mean, how, <laughs> how obvious could you make it? Yeah, right? um, and the other girl is just restrained and not touched. She got restrained, yeah. and then she was like, like as soon as they yeah. were done beating on Hamrui there, they, they let the other girl go out of her yeah. restraints and took off. Now, they did arrest, or they shouldn't say that. I think they brought her in for questioning. The girl got arrested. No, they did arrest her. Okay, they did end up arresting her. And the quote from the PSG, actually, I shouldn't say that, the president of the French Soccer Federation, he expressed shock at the arrest. And he says, "What what is suspected is implausible. I know both players. I'm appalled if what is mentioned is true. It seems unimaginable. Well, if you hear the circumstances... I mean, I feel it like that's saving face, but you're an idiot if you feel like that's not like you. It's all in your face right now. Some girl gets pulled out of her car yeah. with with the teammate that is literally right. taking the main playing time away from right. the other. So the one that's not getting playing time magically is just restrained. Nothing happens right. to her. The one so, that's getting playing time gets beaten in the legs 
Right. And that's the story. It's like, is it, I mean, yes, you say it's unimaginable, but when you read, like, once you find all, like, the police report in general, is that enough to be like, okay, it's not that unimaginable. It sounds like it's pretty obvious Yeah, that's happening. a crazy thing. So the timeline on this is Diallo has been with the club for, uh, since 2016. And she was supposed to be, like, one of their top players, yada, yada. But recently, she's been getting loaned out. So basically, that means if, a, if you're on a team and they don't think you're good enough to play for them, but they don't want you to get, like... Fat and lazy and forget how to play soccer. Well, they they'll, probably have faith in you in the future, and they think right. You have, they'll loan, they have value. they'll loan you out. But she's she's a little she's thirty one now. Mm-hmm. So, but the last couple of years she's been on loan at the Utah Royals, so on the MLS in America, she was but for at, the women's uh, team. Atletico Madrid and then before. Atletico Madrid. So here's this girl that or this woman that has been playing for PSG. She's starting to get loaned out. Maybe she thinks her time is up with the club. But hey, PSG is starting to cash all these fat endorsement checks and fat paychecks. Hey, I want to get my my spot back. So this is Diallo I'm talking about. And then this teammate was signed in July of this year. So she was signed in July and she started playing over Diallo, the uh, Hammerow, Hammeru, whatever you call her. Yeah, Hammeru. So, this, so yep. the girl that got attacked was stealing playing time. Not stealing. She probably earned it. But she, she was, definitely earned it. She yeah. was playing more than Diallo. So Diallo thought she could pull a Tanya Harding and hire people to attack this girl and make it seem like it's staged. So that's really the context of this is these two girls are teammates, but they're competing for the same position, same playing time, and Diallo is losing. Diallo feels, hey, I've been here a lot longer. This girl's brand new, and she's just coming in here and taking my playing time. Well, how about I hire a bunch of mass people to pull her out of a car and only beat her in her legs? So, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just so crazy. Definitely that, did a good job of hiding it. Yeah, and to think that, like... So that was the thing. It's like, so uh, Diallo thought, because she was driving the car. So, th- so they had gone out to a team event together. Yes. So it was them two and one other player. And they had gone out to a, an event together. And Diallo goes, hey, let me give you a ride home. We live near each other. Let me just give you a ride. Convenient. Though. Convenient, right? So Diallo is the one driving. So she knows exactly where she needs to stop, you know, when she needs to get out of the car, all that stuff, because she set it up. So yeah, let me give you a ride home. Let me just give you a ride home. Come on. You, yeah. live, you live right near me. It's fair to note that, and I say fair in the sense of I think it's just smart to note that this is allegedly, but I think it's also pretty smart to say we know what's going on here. But right. I'm this only is saying allegedly, allegedly because yeah. it technically is not been fully processed and gone through court and all this, right. so we can't just right. sit here and say, yep, she definitely did it. There right. are times where These you're are surprised, our but These are our opinions. we say it's our opinion, but I hope that most of the, the people that have just slightly bigger than a pea brain understand that, yeah, like she did this. She set this up. Yeah. And to be fair, like you said, it all goes back to the money. As soon as all of a sudden this money gets pumped in recently, she's like, well, shit, I want those checks. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, also, like, do better. You don't need to just, like, that's pretty extreme. But again, you go back. Harding, Kerrigan, there you go. So, yeah, it is pretty wild. It, it literally is a modern day Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. And if you're like, because I think that story was like 94, I believe. 94. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Buzz and I, we weren't, you know, we we're still young pups. We we're still shitting our diapers, you know? Yeah. So I don't actually, like, I don't remember watching that real time, but I, I did. I've watched a couple documentaries about it, watched a movie. So I know how that all went down. So when I heard this story, I was like, Jesus Christ, it's literally the same thing. Yep. The same thing. But, yep. and, but she thought she wasn't going to get caught for it. It's just incredible. We don't need to talk about this for the whole show, but it's just, it's a crazy story. And it's like, it's definitely worth mentioning because yeah. it's a funny, oh, I shouldn't say funny, it's messed up. It's a messed up sports story, but a little bit funny in the sense of how stupid she was thinking she'd get away with it. That's yeah. the funny part. Like, 
how dumb she was setting. And she was this like, up. "Well, wait, if I'm the one driving, then like, how could I be? How could I be the uh, suspect?" Yeah, you would normally think if you're going to use any sort of your brain, you'd be like, "Hey, how about I distance myself as much as possible?" Right. And instead, no, you know what? I'm going to drive the car. It's going to be conveniently the person that I'm competing for playing time is going to get dragged out, beat while I just get restrained and nothing happens. Yeah. Probably not going to be a very viable story to put out there, but she tried. So, you know, she tried. Um, I would say, I wouldn't even <laughs> say A for effort. I'd say probably a D for effort and a uh, um, way below. Not even, if you can go lower than an F, that's the execution. I always love when something, it doesn't matter. Like, obviously, you know, you know, this poor girl, she got hurt and whatever. That's, that's not good. But no, that sucks. That anytime really someone suck. thinks something is like a super good idea and not only does it fail, it, they just end up in a way worse position than they were before. It's just like you had le- you didn't get to play and get a little extra money. Now you're going to jail. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, realistically, I know yeah. it's allegedly, but I'm pretty positive she's. No, going you definitely to jail. get you definitely yeah. get jail time for shit. Like, and that. we don't know how much it's going to be. I mean, we've seen no. things recently. I know that it's a different country. Believe it or not, we're not in the U.S. It might French, be a little different. But we're not French legal experts. We don't know. Right. But. So they might have a little different on like the the policy as far as how long you go away. This and I'm that, an expert but. in French something. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Double docking. You want to find out? Yep. <laughs> but. That's about the end of that. Yeah. With that said, though. Yeah, no, I I did want to. That was um, just worth mentioning because it's a pretty wild story. I is. mean, that's pretty crazy. Um, I honestly, as soon as I saw that, I had to send it to both um, Ben and yeah. our producer. Yeah, so uh, we have. Uh, go there and see what he thought. We, and they were both like, yep, that's probably worth talking yeah, about. Yeah, we have a group chat and uh, he sent it. I was like, yep, well, there's our intro. Yeah. There's our intro next show. <laughs> I think it is. If you, if you guys want to know how the sausage is made, that's how we do that. So. Right. Yeah. And something else worth noting, real quick, um, just to give you guys a heads up, it's not right now. We just don't know when it's going to be because if anyone is around oh, yeah, us call. in Maine, then you will know that the weather is very unpredictable. We don't know when we're about to get like just absolutely dumped on by snow or when it's going to have those years where yeah. we wait till mid December and all of a sudden it happens. I mean, sometimes it's closer yeah. to January. You never know. When we were younger, we had Halloween, like snow, like we had snow on Halloween all the time. Like, and now it's kind of moved back a little bit. So we're hoping for the sake of the show in the sense is like it goes back towards January, like closer to January, at least mid-December. But it is worth noting that we will probably be switching to a once a week. And we're going to do the recap and the picks in that one week. So we'll change a few things. We'll make sure we talk about it on the show as far as like, yeah, the lines might change a little bit from when we're talking compared to our normal pick'em show on Thursday. The lines might be a little different because we right. might do our we might do a combined show on like a Tuesday or something like that. Um, but it is just worth noting that so you guys have that heads up. Um, we will definitely give you more as soon as we know more. We'll tell you more, but we we're telling you now just for the fact that it is unpredictable here. We really don't know. And Ben recently, um, you know, with those deep pockets, moved to a new place. He's in a mansion now. He's got his own separate place in that mansion. So he's got like, it's basically yeah. like, a, it's, I say it's one house. It's really like two houses in one. He has one house to his own. So we're kind of like, what, let me say 30-ish minutes away from each other now. It's a little bit different from when we were all about two minutes not away far, from each not other. Not far enough, you ask me. Right, yeah, yeah. I know, I can't stand you. But it used to be two minutes away from each other, all of us, all three of us, including Hamlico there. And now now it's about me and, you know, me and Hamlin are about still, you know, minute drive maybe at most. And now... Ben decided to be the asshole that goes away about 25, 30 minutes. You know, that's yeah. selfish behavior happens. He's probably going to PSG us soon. But as it goes, yeah. it is possible that we will be moving to one do you next wanna, month. Do you, do you want to, uh, Buzz, you want to ride home after this? or I can give you a ride home if you want to What home. I want you to do is learn how to use my <laughs> name. So one, two, three, take this out. 
Yeah, I don't need a ride home from you at all. No, um, you I don't think want I, a ride home? I think I know what will happen. If you want. I think I know what will happen. You're gonna try. You should to... have one stop to make. That's you know, all. honestly, every time we get a ride home with you, you're always trying to like make sexual moves and it's weird. And like, I'm trying to tell you we're just friends. and You're not getting the picture. So no, I don't want another ride home with you. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Okay. You know, you can put that um, that Razorback somewhere else, but not to me. Find a different the place for back. it. Yeah, find yeah. a different place for it. Nice. I don't need it. Big old hog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our story of the week. It's a pretty good story, I think. I don't think people would know about that unless they heard about it on this show. I had people, honestly, God, I had people telling me they had no idea about that, the Suns GM, until they heard about it on the story. That, no, that's fair. The, I mean, I think that's kind of what our point is. Yes, we want to put out our picks, but we also want to just some entertainment in a sense, but also just like some crazy sports stories. You know, there's a lot of them out there that are easily overlooked, but they're worth talking about. So. Do you want to know something else? Probably not. I wasn't but... gonna. I wasn't even gonna mention this because I want to get into our recap, but I do need to. I need. I need your thoughts on this. All right. Okay. What do you got? You, dude, don't sound so fucking excited. Like, well, I should probably be no, stupid, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening, just fast forward because this will probably be fucking stupid, according to Buzz. So. <laughs> no. So. Um, if you're if you know me personally in my personal life, you know that I've never paid for like NFL Sunday ticket or like cable. Like I don't pay for that shit because I find I have a website online that I use for links. Now that I'm saying this, so you're cheap, cool. No, yeah, I'm cheap. I'm 100. percent Yeah, because because Roger Goodell needs my money. But no, um, that's fair. I mean, I don't no, care yeah, that. and then everybody asks me like, hey, what's that website you watch games on? I so, mean, yeah. I asked you too. I agree. So, yeah, yeah, now, yeah, now you want I'm it? Joking, don't you? Yeah, now keep you going. God, I'm sorry. All right, now you just want keep it? Going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You want it, you bad boy? <laughs> no, so uh, I watch um, any game that I need to, I'll, I'll watch it on this website. But I've noticed about the the NBA games that I've streamed. I was, I was streaming a game the other night, right? I was relaxing at home. A friend of mine and I, we had just um, gotten a little toasty, if you know what I mean. Um, he went, he's like, yeah, man, I need to go to bed. I'm tired. So he he left. He went, he went home, went to bed. So I'm just sitting there a little toasty on my couch watching the NBA games and these these links that I use they're not normal TV links like they're not the ones that you see on TV I'm pretty sure it's the ones that you know like if you've ever been to a game you know how when you go if you need to go to the concession stand or use the bathroom when they have TVs like out in the outside of the arena showing mm-hmm. the game yeah, on yeah, it yeah. but obviously they don't have like commercials and stuff they show like what's on the jumbotron they show like the the kiss cam shit like that right yeah. so these the links that I use to watch these games I'm pretty sure are those links because like I w- the other night, right? I was like, um, I was watching the game, like watching the game, watching the game. I'm pretty toasty, and then I'm all all of a sudden, it was like the end of the second quarter, third quarter. I look up, and there's these two guys just like sucking ass at layups in front of thirty thousand people, and then like the mascot jumping off a trampoline to dunk the ball and shit like that. And it was kind of sick because I was like, I was expecting to see some stupid commercial, and now all of a sudden I see these two grown men embarrassing themselves in front of a arena full of people i was like this is pretty sick like i would pay extra to not watch commercials and just watch this we'd never see that on nfl or mlb so that's it what i'm saying sounds I think like nba is just super cheap and they get these streams which are maybe in quotes like, illegal so are we saying the nba is just cheap no, I'm just saying that I like the I like those links because it's like you're it's like you're sitting in your seat. No, and links are solid. That's not what I'm questioning. I'm questioning is if it's only the NBA, why is it the only NBA that does that? I I don't know. I think it's because like maybe it's just a website I use. I'm not sure. 
But I would literally pay extra, even though I don't pay for anything, if I was to pay for it, I would pay extra to watch the like the encore antics in between timeouts rather than watching commercials. Like oh, if, all day. All yes. day. And I will agree with that. And one thing I do like about the NFL is they started that, like, doing that little side-by-side thing on the quick time, like the right. timeouts, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can still see the field. Because yeah. I know, and honestly, a lot of it is just being, it's one of those third-world country problems, obviously. For, uh, third world, sorry. Uh, not a third-world country problem, I should say. It's like one of those, oh, my God, I have to watch commercials. It sucks. But it's right. like it's not a huge deal, but it is annoying. Because most of the right now, especially Monday night games, Thursday night games, like if I'm not hanging out with you on those nights, usually we've got FIFA and we got a TV on the side that we're watching the games and stuff, but we're playing FIFA on the other TV. If I don't have those nights and I'm just hanging out here with my girlfriend, I, I go to bed and I watch it in bed. Wait, you have a girlfriend? I know, surprisingly. Dude, what the fuck, man? I know, dude. Like, don't. I thought I was the only one. Yeah, well, you're a side bitch. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, what I'm saying <laughs> is, though, is like, I don't know about you guys at home listening this year but i fall asleep in the commercials all the time it, and i i truly am a very big football fan there's so many times i fall asleep in commercials well, you fucking it's 80 not years old? i know it's bad it doesn't matter where i am i could be on the couch <laughs> i could be in bed but especially in bed when a commercial yeah. comes on my eyes start yeah, closing buzz, a little bit buzz has his out. warm milk and he fucking falls asleep yeah. in commercials That's warm milk does. a little hot cloth across my forehead yeah. i'm out um, yeah. It's bad though. Commercials get me. So like commercials, I don't like them because I'm gonna fall asleep during that. Because yeah. I truly don't care about them. Chances are I'm not gonna buy your product. If I am gonna buy it, it's because I randomly found it on Amazon or a Facebook ad, which isn't good and it does not talk good about like the climber and right now with social media stuff where everything's based on that. But let's be real, like I don't care about your commercials. I usually if I'm out on like the yeah, couch and stuff, I'll mute them. I'll like mute the commercials and I'll do something else on my phone, wait for it to come back on, and then I'll unmute it. There's a couple commercials that you know about me that I notoriously hate. There's one last year during March Madness. Oh, which yes. March Madness was that really that really a, uh, that's a tough time. Your ass, if yeah, you it was a tough time for me because a I'm either up really big and I don't want to hear from this kid, or I'm down really big and I definitely don't want to hear from this kid. Mm-hmm. But it's like this kid talking about all the wonders of going to Disney World, and here I am, 28 years old. I've never I've never went to Disney World. I never went to Disney World. We didn't. We, I could barely go to the fucking arcade. Never mind go to Disney World. And here's this kid. Oh, this this wonderful world, Mickey Mouse. And shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm trying to. I'm either trying to win money or I'm losing a lot of money, and I don't need to hear from you right now. Oh, I'm I'm watching Michigan State lose to Wisconsin, and I'm going to Disney World. My family. I'm so happy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that shit. That. that really bothered you. Yeah. No, I remember that. And don't get me wrong. I haven't been there either, and I'm a big fan of Disney. I've made that clear on this podcast. Uh, I like well, Christmas, if you Disney, haven't been, all that this, stuff. This kid's going, and it's but the best day of his that life. That stuff. No, that really didn't even bother me. I didn't have it as bad as you. Like I just muted it no, and I, I got over it. But it was to the point where you would message, not even just like not the podcast group chat, like our big friend group chat. Yes. And you'd be like, Yeah, this kid. King sucks. I yeah. can't stand him. Like, yeah, yeah you went really some bad hard words. On that. Too. <laughs> yeah. I said some bad words, and I don't. I mean, and I'm sure, like, my poor friends, they're probably like, Can you, like, Ben is a psycho. Like, like, <laughs> like, why is he so upset about this? Well, I don't know what it did. It just struck a nerve with me. That commercial. That kid was just so happy, and it's like this. They purposely made his voice sound like so corny. Like, yeah, it almost felt. I mean, maybe I'm gonna be real. I mean, I, I don't have kids and stuff, I'm so I'm not sure. But I got a lot of kids in my family and stuff, and and no one, no one has that like fake movie, like innocent. Like I don't know. I feel like either a they like you know they mess with stuff to make it like that, or they told them, hey, you know, sound like a little douchebag. I don't know. One of the others. Yeah. They're but, like, hey, kid, can you get in the voice booth and just try as hard as you can to sound like a little asshole? Yeah. Sound like a little you know privileged jerk off. 
Yeah. If we had more time, I'd, I'd turn this into a little, um, like a little more of a therapy Good session. And say, hey Ben, you know what's going on with you? You didn't go to Disney. Is that? I did. Is that well, I did. You? I said, like, yeah, I didn't get to go to Disney, and yeah, here I am. I'm, I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make enough units to get my ass to Disney. Maybe mm. I want to go to Disney. Maybe I want to go to Disney. Maybe I want to go to Magic Mountain. Right. Yeah. And maybe quick, I want to meet Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to, uh, you know, you know, be a better person. Maybe I'm holding on to that from childhood that I never got to meet Mickey Mouse in person. Yeah. Maybe I'm holding on to that. Maybe I'm trying to get there. I think there's something here that we need to address later on. And there's this kid. And there, here's this kid. I'm gonna go to this magic kingdom. I just hate his voice. I hate his voice. Yeah. I hate him. I mean, in all honesty, it sounds like you just hate this kid, which is fair because you hate the way he talks. I do. Um, And if if I ever, if I ever, you know, if I'm ever out at a bar and I'm, I can, I can see him like, hey, you look like the younger version of that kid I hate. He's gonna be like, yeah, that was me actually. Yeah, yeah, he's in trouble. Swing on him. Good. He's in trouble. <laughs> good, good. Sometimes you got to. Sometimes dude, you gotta I, that could, point. dude, that would read like an Onion article. It'd yeah. Be like, man is arrested for beating a child that he saw in a commercial 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't be a child then. He's legal. Yeah. Beat that oh, ass. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're good now. <laughs> no, I feel you though. No, there, like, yeah, there are I'd some like, commercials that you like, like Google Fi really yeah. gets you going. I'd be like, yeah, good news is I do recognize you. Bad news is you're legal now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. And another one, we don't need to go too far on this. We'll get to recaps in a sec. But yeah, Google Fi. Google Fi really Google gets Fi, you. The, yeah. the phone plan that can. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Is there the phone plan that can't? I mean, go I can't f- listen to yeah, it. Yeah, but go figure. Another big company puts out just awful ads. Like, oh, we don't have much. M- Dude, you heard we it. We don't right? have enough money. I remember. I've I last either it last. It sounds like they got when... a music teacher from some small town to play a shitty ass jingle. Either th- and they said, hey, make this our theme song because they're cheap. Yeah, that's what it always happens. I actually, to be, I'm gonna tell you. I don't know if I told you this yet. I actually tried to find them on Facebook to tag you in it yeah, and like talk review. about all this stuff. Yeah, I tried to do that. And you have to like join a private group for it. I was it's like, like hey, trying to call. It's like trying that. to call like American Airlines to complain about your flight. I think because they know they suck so bad, they're going to gonna make them. it tough to get yeah, there. Yeah, you can't get. Yeah, them. it's like EA Sports. When every time I want to complain about that, like in all their mess ups, they like, oh, go, yeah, go through thirty steps, and then you can talk to some random guy that has nothing to do with it, or random girl has nothing to do with it. Exactly. Like it's how it always is. But I, I mean, to be fair, I still put in complaints about you know once a month I'll say, hey, EA yeah. sucks. Like EA I hate Sports you tried to, to touch me. Yeah. Now, EA Sports is like, I would love to see EA Sports burn and die simply because they are just, they put a monopoly on pretty much every professional sport and then screwed up every single game. So it's like, oh, sweet. So now you own it outright and you don't have the capacity because honestly, you're cheap and you're greedy and you don't want to put more people on the developing teams for each one because you're like, well, we got to get this game out, this game out. If you're going to buy out every damn professional sport, then hire more people. It's just greedy. It's greedy. I hate it. I hate them. And honestly, I truly hope EA Sports burns and dies, and I hope 2K can arise from the ashes and take over all of it, because Rise I would have to Phoenix. hope they do more. Because right now, 2K is doing way better in every single thing they put out. Back in the day, 2K football was just yeah, as good, better. if not better, than Madden. I mean, like, yeah, and that's why Madden bought them out. That's uh, why it's not Madden, excuse me, EA. That's why they bought, well, it is Madden, really, but it's why EA bought them out, because they realized, oh yeah, 2K is doing better. Dude, you know what I don't get? The only reason that... But uh, wait, wait, EA. don't forget, we can't have monopolies in this country unless you're going to pay the right. NFL a bunch of money, then you're fine. So the only reason that EA Assholes. can like own that is because they pay so much money that they can outbid 1.5 billion right. to the NFL so the for like four-year like, or we'll, five-year contract. We'll pay you, we'll pay you uh, hey, NFL, we'll pay you extra to be the exclusive provider of this video game, right? Mm-hmm. But if if the price is set at that amount, let's call it 1.5 billion. That's what it was the last Why one. can't you chop that in half and be like, we'll take... 
uh, what would that be? Seven seven hundred fifty million from two K, and we'll take seven hundred fifty million from. Because I don't think they think both companies will agree. If you're making the same amount of money, if you're making the same amount of money, like why wouldn't you like? I don't know. Well, because EA is basically commie Russia. Like I hate them. I hope they die and burn. I don't like anything about them. They need to go. But right now we're stuck with them, and at least until I believe it's twenty twenty five that we're stuck with them for exclusive rights to Madden. And so professional football. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I do love that. This, Guess what else uh, happened in 2024? Uh, yeah, we do not need that. <laughs> I do like, though, that I have a lot of things about social media where I like and dislike a lot. But one thing I do like is Madden getting roasted on this last one. Because I thought I was the only one sitting there saying, like, you quite literally have a monopoly, like a monopoly on this, which is supposed to be illegal. Dude, not only and people they get- call him out all over social media, be like, hey, if you're going to get a monopoly, at least do it right. Like, everyone's raging on him, which is great to see because it's like, hey, yeah, fuck you, EA. Yeah, fuck you, EA. And not only are they getting roasted, if you go, like, if they, if, if Madden or EA had a, uh, a Yelp page, it would be like 1.2 stars with, like, 550 comments on it because not only do they have uh you know a bunch of comments on it none of them are positive no none of them no they haven't in a while they're the first game if i remember correctly and i'm going to say this in you can't see this obviously this is parentheses this is allegedly because i believe this is the what i read and i'm going to make sure i said it right but they had the lowest rating of all time in one of like the biggest gaming um like review things they got like almost a complete zero. They might have got zero because, in the sense, of they do it year to year. For what so, game? For, for Madden. Just, like, as for company. Madden. For Madden. Because okay. they do it year to year. They don't just do like, oh, you know, this football game in general. They do year to year. Like also, like, what did you yeah. have last year? This year. And for any of you guys at, at home that actually play Madden and play uh, back in the day college football, play Madden. You know, 0405, the best years Madden ever had. You could get your own apartment. And then after that, guess what happened after 05? 2K was gone. EA bought out all the rights, right. and then EA literally put Madden to shit. And now and then, it sucks, and, and nobody wants to even play it, but everyone's obsessed with football enough that they're going to the, buy it because they can't help themselves to play a football game. Even if it literally glitches all the time, it cancels your saves, it quits you out, it makes you want to break everything in your house, you still have to buy it because it's yeah. the only football game out there. And not only that, not only do they have a monopoly on selling the game itself so they don't really have to work on the product, they're also seeing the rise in like 12-year-olds stealing their mom's credit card to buy shit on their PlayStation account. Oh, yeah. Right, so yeah. now you see the rise in like, like ultimate teams and like fantasy games and like shit like that. So like or like fantasy drafts and stuff on when you're playing the game. So it's like, if you're one of those people, if you're a grown man, I know one of our main sponsors. If you can do that math, he loves the he loves the ultimate teams. Mm-hmm. But I'm next time I see him, I'm telling him to stop because yeah. those are the problem. Because they know that if they, enhance, I'm gonna docky punch him right in his beagle yeah, for if that. They, if they if they enhance the the ultimate teams and the fantasy teams and the build your own teams and blah 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 it's separate money past the sale you have to spend you have to spend extra money on that yeah. so they're like oh we can make even more money and we can just oh people will buy this anyway because it suck us yeah yeah, yeah it, until on. they have a split up of not ea just controlling everything then got to break up the monopolies man stop buy or Sh- stop sherman, doing ultimate team sherman stop it, doing the for the show what is it the diamond dynasty yeah, I'm not diamond sure for basketball yeah. whatever it is all that stuff stop doing it because all you're doing is giving them more reason to stop improving franchise and gameplay. Because they don't care about any of that if they're making a bunch of money on the side. The second that they stop making that money on the side, though, from all of that, they have to focus on this. Right now, they're putting too much concentration and everything else, which is why you can buy a Madden game in August. You'll get the final actual product where it's finally a playable game by about January, maybe December at best, but usually about January. 
So it's like, at this point, I keep telling myself every year, don't buy it early. I buy it early because I'm a sucker and I love football. Yep. And I hate that I keep doing it because it's not worth it. And I'm going to stop. I need to eventually we've, stop we've doing it. We've talked about this before. You're a masochist. I know? still don't even... You, you told like me that term punished. last time. Okay, you like yeah, getting okay, punished. Okay, yeah, yeah. I really haven't heard that term before. But yeah, I guess. I guess. You like getting by punished. EA, I like getting punished. So, yeah. Yep. Say, so, dear EA. But, he, writes some, he writes some love letters every August. Dear EA... Can you please punish me again? I've been very bad this year. Yeah, yeah. Here's $70 from me. Can you give me that piece of shit video game that you're going to sell? And instead of coal, love. But it's spanking on the end. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Pretty much. Because I can't stop. And it's only because I love playing football. But it pisses me off because every year I have to delete my franchise that I worked about three months on yep, completely the- away because their new, uh, the amazing uh, fixes and patches they put in. Ruin the yeah. old one. We need a Sherman Antitrust Act for EA Sports. We need. We'll call it the Richard Sherman uh, Antitrust legislation. Yeah. You know what? Don't march on the Capitol. To break, march to, on EA to break up. Get the that shit monopoly. going. We're done yeah. with this. EA sucks. Yeah. They're assholes. I don't like anything about them. I hope they hear this, and I hope they know they suck. Yeah, and we'll say if you don't break up this monopoly, Richard Sherman's going to show up at your house at two a.m. drunk, pounding on your door, mm. threatening to beat up your dad. So. And if he doesn't, Buzz, Hamlin, and Ben will. So you have a choice, EA. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and that was an ultimatum on this podcast. This is an ultimatum. We're this is going an ultimatum. to destroy you some th- way or another. Uh, yeah, we're going to clip this, and we're going to send it to uh, EA Sports headquarters, and uh, you'll definitely see some change. I'd say mm-hmm. two weeks you'll see a press conference. They'll say, listen, our families are in danger. We need to make some changes, and that's what we're here for, guys. You know what? And realistically, I might not do all that, but what I will do is I'll stand outside EA headquarters and I'll give them the goat Naked. in their big window as fat, like as long as I can. I'll sit out there for all day yeah. with just the goat going. Yeah, yeah, and be like, if you don't want to keep seeing this, you're going to stop having yeah, a monopoly do you think? on you these You think games. he won't? He will. He will. Yeah, I have nothing better to do with my time. So <laughs> go ahead, challenge me to this. Oh, man. All right. How well, about, a, how about could, a 40-minute intro? Huh? Yeah, we could probably get into a recap yeah. now. Jesus. We can do a recap. We can we can do what uh, you guys really came for, even though you probably didn't. But uh, no. we can do a little recap here. Um, we did pretty good on college football. We did good on both. I had the same record for college football that I did for NFL this weekend. Um, and then I even had some extra picks in my personal life that I you know, put some units on um, that I didn't give out on the show. But uh, I had a good lot. weekend. I had a good weekend. Well, at the time, you know... No, I'm kidding. I you know, know. You, you lines know, change. But, uh, That's what we talk about all the time. Lines change. You know, lines change. Minds change. Minds change. Lines change. Minds change. Yep. And liquor changes everything. That's right. And liquor so, changes everything. So I can tell you right now, for me, we're gonna go into college football first. I was seven and three this seven week and three in for college plus. football. You so it's another on, good I'll, week I'll, for I'll, me. Another good week for me. I am well above the 500 Fantastic mark job. for college football. NFL is a little different. It's still above it, but well, college has well treated above. me well. Yeah. College, yeah, college is treating you well on the show. I spent nine years in didn't, real life, didn't treat so you good. I say I need. If I put in the work in real life for nine years. I better get <laughs> it on the show. You know, it's about you get paid. About time you get paid back for that, right? That's what I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I was six and four on the show, so slightly under Buzz's record. Um, you know, go figure. I'm I'm just a little redheaded stepchild. Just a little fucking mm. such a loser. <laughs> such a, a dirty fucking little loser. side piece. Don't forget it. <laughs> dirty little side piece. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, the first the first game that we did, well, we'll run through these real quick and uh, kind of hopefully run through these and get you get you on your way. But first game we talked about was Pitt and uh, UNC. On the show, I gave you Pitt first half minus three and a half. That hit. Uh, Buzz gave you Pitt full game minus six and a half. That hit. They won by seven. Um, and also in in my uh, like I said in personal life, I took the Pitt. This is a crazy you know bet actually because once I. 
All I cared about was the first half, so I shut it off after the first half. I didn't realize what happened later. Yeah. But I took the pit team total over, which was 20 and a half. And they ended up scoring 24 in the first half. And then they did not score again until overtime. overtime. Yep. So they scored 24 points, or maybe it was 23. I think it was 23 points in the first half. 23, yep. Yeah, they scored 23 points in the first half. So I cashed that team total over by about two and a half, three points, right? And so I was like, all right, fucking sweet. I I got my first half units. I got my first half team total over units. I'm good. I'm not even going to watch this game anymore. Turn it off. I, I, I look at the recap later. They didn't score again in the second half. So how fucking lucky was that? Nope, nothing. That, that I got the team total over in the first half, and then fucking they went blank. Well, I have nowhere UNC play defense, yeah. which, I mean, who, so who expects that, I guess. Yeah, but, but uh, that's that's a good 1-0 start for, for your boys. Uh, yeah, did you watch any of this game? That. Uh, yeah, I, w- I watched a little bit while it was going on, but I, I didn't watch the whole thing by any means. I watched. I was switching back and forth between some games. Um, it was good to see that um, the first half. I knew you had something there. Then after that, I knew I was sitting on my six and a half, and I didn't even see until right after where we were at. So that was good to see that we got that 30-23. Kenny Pickett, another good game from that quarterback out of pit. Um, he set the all-time, uh, I believe it was passing yards or touchdowns. One of them set the all-time record, Kenny Pickett. For, for pit. pit. Yep, yep. yep. And that's pretty cool because, like, say Dan Marino, Dan Marino went to school yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So his dad was in the stands. Kenny Pickett's dad was in the stands. So if you and his dad obviously is like older, so he was in the you know he grew up watching Dan Marino probably. So yeah. it's pretty cool to watch your son beat fucking Dan Marino's college record. No, I don't know that Dan Marino was the record holder, but he would he did play a pit. So it's yeah. worth noting he went there. I don't know if he was either, but I mean if you think about quarterbacks at pit, hey, now you have Dan Marino and Pickett. Yeah, that's okay, about my the son. My son was literally a better college quarterback than Dan Marino. That's pretty yeah. cool. Pretty probably cool. won't be in college, but I mean in the NFL. But we'll yeah, see. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, Name like Kenny Pickett. Sounds like he should be fucking tying together a fucking farm post. Yep. Yeah, me so. too. So I was like, <laughs> but uh, the next one I had, at least I think the same one you must have had, would be Michigan, uh, Michigan and Penn State. I told you guys in the podcast last time that this one sketches me out because I know Michigan is not that good. I think they're very overrated. But I also think that Penn State, where they could hang with them, Penn State is not that good on offense overall, where Clifford is pretty average. When he's healthy, he's a little above average, but he gets a lot of help from really good receivers. We quite literally saw that happen this game. Clifford went 23 for 43 for 205 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, and that would be a 4.8 average. He did not shock anybody That's with his That's about what I average, unless it's cold out, about yeah, 4.8. about 4.8, yeah, 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 definitely, for sure. <laughs> um, and then Cade McNamara was my average at 7.5. He was uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 19 nice. for 29 with uh, 217 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He has actually turned it on quite a bit. And honestly, I was surprised this game. And I didn't look into it before. I didn't realize that pretty much Haskins was the big runner for this game, though. I didn't realize that we had uh, we had uh, someone not playing this game. Blake Corum. Yeah, play. yeah. I didn't notice that at first. So it honestly wouldn't have changed my mind about Michigan still winning because I think Haskins is the better running back out of those two. But Haskins had 31 carries for like 156 Haskins. yards. So he still did what he had to do. And uh, yeah, Michigan comes away 21-17. I picked the uh, money line for this game. What did you pick, Ben? Uh, yeah, we both had, uh, well, it was even. At the time we picked the game, it was even, so there wasn't even a spread. So yeah, so it's basically, you have money lines, we, we all both, you got. Yeah, yeah, we both took a money line, yep. and we both took the under 48 and a half. So uh, there's there's two wins on one game. Yep. Uh, Michigan makes me a proud papa, once again. 
Um, yeah, it was a good, that's, that's just a great win. If you can get two wins on one game, fantastic. I love it. Great one. A uh, game I did not take the win on was the Oklahoma-Baylor matchup. I was very confident in Oklahoma being able to cover that spread. I thought Caleb Williams was uh, playing his best football. Baylor played terrible against TCU the week prior. I had Baylor probably, I think they were minus 7.5, and, and they lost outright to TCU by like yep. three or four points. So I was not feeling Baylor. Um, so I took Oklahoma minus 5.5. Um Caleb Williams probably had his worst start of his young career. He was 9 for 18, buck 42, two picks. Not what you want to see. All of a sudden, Baylor decides they know how to play defense. Um, TCU was marching all over the field on Baylor. They had like 500 yards in offense, but of course, Oklahoma can't do shit. Rushing was big. 296 yards rushing. They really killed that Fucking bullshit. Fuck me, right? Oklahoma brings in Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Fuck me. Towards the end, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, Baylor can't fucking, you know... Couldn't stop a Pop Warner team mm-hmm. last week, and then Oklahoma comes in and fucking lays an egg. So fuck me, right? But yeah, I had Oklahoma. This is my first loss of the week. Oklahoma was minus five and a half. Didn't take it. Buzz, however, caught himself in caught himself a W on this game. I did. I picked this as the one that Oklahoma was going to lose, and I did, wouldn't. To be fair, um, as much as I want to toot my own horn here, I think everyone knew that Oklahoma was due for a loss. They're not that good of a team. It was coming sooner than yeah, later. And honestly, what I saw was after they lose to TCU, Baylor does. I feel like it's a pretty good trend when you have those teams that are pretty solid and they lose to like someone underneath them. They come back with a vengeance and they usually get it. It was a little weird this week though because they're playing Oklahoma, who's a higher ranked team. So it's like, oh, but I stayed on that train. I said, nope, Baylor's gonna get this one. I'm taking Baylor money line. Baylor wins 27-14. Good pick. And you know, I just I never had confidence in Oklahoma, but with the other teams they're playing before, I'm like, yeah, it, you, you it is what it is. You want to know why they lost? Is because Spencer Rattler came back in the game. I know that's not why they lost, but oh yeah, no, I'm he sucks. But you no, know, no, it's definitely though. It really like what you said though. Obviously, all jokes aside, like Oklahoma's do a loss. They were they got lucky that they were nine and zero. They had no right to be nine and zero. They should have lost to Texas. Like, they should have lost before that too. Like they're lucky that they ended up nine and zero. And they almost yeah. blew it to, I mean, Kansas, they pulled away at the end, but they almost blew it to Kansas. Like, they barely have gotten yeah, through here, and there's no way they were going to get through Baylor. I just yeah. did not feel that at all. I felt good in Baylor, and it worked out well for me this felt week. Felt good inside Baylor. Yep, yeah, it inside, did. Inside those Bears. So we... Buzz also finds himself, now. Buzz finds himself often feeling pretty good when he's inside of a bear. So Yeah, it's warm, comfortable, and yeah. it's a win. So, right. you know, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, the next game we had on the uh, schedule was the Georgia Bulldogs going to Tennessee. This is a game I told you. I was scrolling through the lines. I, I saw that line, jumped out at me immediately. Saw a minus 20. said that's not nearly enough. Um, it was pretty close, like I said. I predicted that the line should be 24 or 25. They beat them by 24. So if the spread was what it should have been, maybe they didn't. They wouldn't have covered. But they put it at 20, and they did cover. So uh, Georgia won this game 41-17 to on the road at Tennessee. Uh, Buzz and I both took the Bulldogs minus 20 because that's just it's free units. It's free units. If you look at that game and you see minus 20, it's free units. Yeah. So uh, I took I took the Bulldogs minus 20. Buzz did as well. Um, I didn't see a ton of this game, but uh, no, I watched a little bit of it. Um, same deal. I watched pieces of it, and it was once again. I mean, hats off Tennessee. They scored more points than most people do against them. Uh, that doesn't happen that often, and they still didn't do anything crazy. But, yeah, yeah. but they scored more than normal. And um, it's still it's 41-17. And I think we all knew like Tennessee's a decent team, for sure. They're actually a good team. But Georgia is under an elite team this year. They really are. And I I did say on the last show, I still went with Georgia spread. But I was a little bit worried about... Um, I don't have his name right up here. But the, the outside backer that got accused of rape. And he went from... 
uh, saying not guilty to eventually, I think he just recently pleaded guilty, if I remember correctly. Yikes. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure, and don't, this is allegedly, so don't take me on that quote, I'm pretty positive yeah, I read I mean, that, but I'm pretty positive he did end up pleading guilty to that. And that put but, him, and I'm. If I had to guess, it was probably one of those situations where this was your best chance to get like you know through this and done with it. But he went from a first round pick to probably not getting drafted, and he's also the best, or I should say, the best, a top defender on that Georgia defense. As in, he was projecting the first round. Georgia has several people projecting the first round, including Jordan Davis, that massive nose guard that we all love. So. Um, I thought that might change it, but I at the same time, I really didn't think it would change it out of that minus 20 no. because Georgia has that next man up mentality like Georgia's Bama. Nasty. They're Georgia's pretty good. Nasty. They're going to have nasty. loaded. They're SEC. You yeah. know, they're, and they're, they're not just SEC. They're a top SEC. Mm-hmm. It means they really do have those yeah. guys that are four or five stars that are backups waiting for their chance. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't too, too worried about it. It was a little bit just because I was like, oh, Tennessee's pretty solid. It's at home. But at the same time, Georgia's too good. So we both went that. We both got it. Nice to see another win. We're going to talk about Purdue uh, going to Ohio State. Purdue was plus 20. Um, Buzz and I both took L's in this game. It was Purdue plus 20. Ohio State absolutely blasted them. Um, wasn't even really close. I think it was Purdue yeah, lost, by like lost by 27, 28, so, 28, yeah. Yeah, so we both took Purdue plus 20, both took an L on that. I didn't watch the game. Um, I didn't once, either. Once I thought again, this was a pretty solid bet. Yeah, but. yeah once again, you, I, if I put units on Ohio State, they lose them. If I put units against Ohio State, I lose them. I'll just go fuck myself. I will. I'll go fuck myself with a big old Buckeye. They're on my duty list, no doubt. Yeah. They put their brown. They put their Buckeye in my brown eye. That's what they do. Yeah. That's what they do to me. I'm done so. with them. I've always hated them anyways, and now I have a bigger yeah, reason to hate them. them. They can stay on the shit list forever. So. Yeah. Uh, next game was Wake. Uh, Wake Forest. They, uh, NC State game. Played NC State. They're minus two favorites. Uh, we both took uh, Buzz and I both took Wake minus two, so that was another win for you. Um, they got the three point win, forty five yeah, to forty two. Three point win. The over was sixty six and a half, which is pretty crazy. Um, probably should have taken the over as well, but yeah, uh, I didn't well think I didn't think NC State was going to score like the way they did. But once again, it's kind of crazy. You know, Vegas will miss on games. Like for instance, we'll talk about it later. Like the Patriots game was like minus one and a half, minus two and a half, and they won by like a billion. But there's some games where they do get it right. It's pretty crazy. Like the weight game, this was a pretty close game. Um, the Bulldogs game, they only won by tw- they only won by twenty. The Pitt game that you won, you won by half a point. Sometimes they do get these right. It's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, um, one game that they uh, they're a little off on was the Notre Dame game. But fortunately for you, we were right. So I took uh, Notre Dame was minus five and a half. The over under was sixty four and a half. Uh, Buzz and I both took the Notre Dame money line. I believe we both took the over, but we didn't uh, we didn't parlay them. But um, you always knew Notre Dame was gonna Notre Dame was gonna win this game. I think we said yeah. that you know the money line was like minus two twenty, but it's worth it. It's worth risking two units to win one in this situation because you knew Notre Dame For was sure. gonna win this game. We didn't think it was gonna be. You know, we thought maybe it'd be a convincing game. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a shootout. Turns out it wasn't. Uh, Notre Dame thought it was a shootout. They were up like twenty one nothing at one point. Um, yeah, at halftime they were at so, twenty-one nothing. Yeah, so uh, and they kind of chilled and coasted yeah. at the rest of the in the so, end there. So uh, Virginia didn't get the memo. I mean, like I said, I don't know if you guys have heard at all, but it's no big deal. But I went to a Virginia game earlier this season, so uh, I've seen them play in person. I thought they were going to be a lot better on offense. They kind of shit the bed, but uh, that tells you all you need to know about about Virginia. They can score on Duke, but they can't 
even get a touchdown against Notre Dame. So Yeah, and I think um I did put in my in in my uh, pick here, I did put that without Hamilton, I thought maybe this was gonna be a without Hamilton I thought it'd be high scoring with him. I thought that Notre Dame would control that just fine on defense. I thought it might be a little different without him. I didn't think to this extent. But also something I didn't realize, and I guess that comes down to due diligence on our part, and I'll admit that. I thought Armstrong would be fine in playing. I should have been paying more attention. I think I said we all should. He didn't play this game. And that definitely... The Virginia quarterback? Yeah, Virginia quarterback. And I, I think that, that definitely, obviously, is going to throw... Well, for, for we also record reasons. on Tuesday. So. Yeah, we record on Tuesday. Things dicks. change quick. So, you know, like, we didn't we didn't know that part, or we didn't see that part, at least. Um, and that definitely changed... Uh, for sure, changed the aspect of this game because you have a good passing quarterback who's now gone, and now you bring in Jay uh, Wolfolk, because I believe the way you say his name, and he also ran the ball 16 times for only 15 yards, and a lot of that was also just trying to run away from the pass rush. Um, but yeah, no, it, it changed a lot of it, and that definitely would have changed my um, outlook on this game as far as when we were talking on the podcast about it. Um, but you know, that's the way it works. Sometimes you can't you can't just always record perfectly. Like right before the game and expect everyone to hear it. So it is what it is. That's why we try to make a point of letting you guys know, do your own research at the end of the day. You know, take what we have and chances are we're, I mean, we're going to use what we have for our yeah. own benefit. So like, we're not just saying this for fun. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do it in time. You've got to look at like right. what's for instance, the day like, of the game because right. things change. For instance, like we're going to get into it in just a second, but like uh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't end up playing this weekend for the Steelers. We recorded this on Tuesday. There's no fucking way we could have known that. So yeah. Definitely listen to these picks. I think uh, based on our records, we give you guys pretty good picks. Um, we're definitely winning units. We're not losing units, so that's good. But you got to take our picks and then do your own research on the day of. You know, lines change, players change. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So yeah. And with our blind picks, I mean, I was still seven three this week. What you were? You said six and four. Yeah. Those are still good with the blind picks. Great record. I mean, that, I say blind picks in the sense of not knowing how it's going to change when you get to the game. Yeah. Because things so. will change. So it's not like you would have been bad off if you went with every single one of ours, mm -hmm. but with this game in particular, I like I said, I said Hamilton mm -hmm. there, I like the over. Yep. Um, I mean, I like without Hamilton, I should say I like the over. But we didn't. Who, how do you know the quarterback's not going to be there until it's time? Yeah. It's one, one of those things. things so one I mean, things. it is what it is. I'm yeah. all for it in the sense of Notre Dame still wins twenty-eight to three. It's another win for them without Hamilton, which is nice because he's coming back and they're going to be a better team. And with Oklahoma's loss. It's not there by any means, but with a Cincinnati loss, if it's big enough and it's enough for the committee to be swung, Notre Dame wins out, and a couple other teams lose a game or two potentially. It's not impossible for Notre Dame sneaking that playoffs. It's not very likely. So yeah, they're I will say keep that punishing him. they're going to make them yeah, join. A, it's they're going to they're going to make them join a conference before they let him in. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been in the last several years in a row because they they managed to have that record where they can do it. But when you're in this, because they do they do schedule good opponents. Yeah. The problem is when it comes down to that final game, that conference championship, that can swing a lot of votes in certain ways. And when yeah. you're not in a conference, you don't have Notre the Dame ACC, should just join the SEC, ACC. this and Either, that. Well, it, they, what they should do is join the Big Ten. Big Ten would make beat, sense. Beat Ohio State. And I could year, be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure there were a while back they did talk about joining it, and they of, somewhat got declined in the sense of the NBC contract was going to be some Last year they were an honorary ACC, of ACC, yeah. ACC member, but that doesn't really... Fuck, well, they knew shit, ACC so. was going to play right off Big Ten waited. Yeah. They didn't want to do that. Right. So, so they wouldn't go to ACC if they're going to join conference. It would be most likely Big Ten at the weirdest yeah, point. Yeah, Big Ten maybe would make Big the most 12, sense. I guess. At the, or actually, I don't even know if they're Big 12 anymore technically, but the old school Big 12, you know, with Texas and all them. But chances are Big Ten would be this. This is a spot that makes sense. You have Indiana's in that. Right. Michigan, yeah, all those teams yeah. around them. I mean, yeah. they, they got to join be a Big, big Ten if they yeah. do. 
Um, for sure. But, but um, money speaks a lot, so they're not going to do that until it's right. Yeah. Uh, we got one more college football game. This one doesn't really matter. I probably I don't even want to talk about it, but we don't. We're only going to talk about it for the picks. There's Arkansas playing LSU. Uh, Arkansas is a two and a half point favorite. The total is fifty nine. Uh, I took the over. Um, there was a fifty nine and fifty four. I got terrible handwriting, but um, it looks like it was fifty nine. Yeah, sorry. So over was fifty nine. I took the over. I thought both these teams could score. Um, they have been scoring all year. They probably averaged like thirty points a game apiece. Of course, uh, Ben Ben took the over, so that means we're not going to score this game. Um, just just give me another plug right in my bottom. But uh, I yep. took the over. Uh, Buzz, I believe it looks like you took LSU money. Line. I took LSU so we both, money. We both line. took an L. I was thinking LSU season. at home. Right, me too. I would. And you know, it's LSU at home and Razorbacks. I do have. I do like them as a team overall. They've kind of screwed me over a few times, so I kind of went away from them in the sense of like I feel like the big games they kind of drop off. Yep. And LSU, yeah, they haven't done great this year by any means, but it doesn't mean they don't have solid players everywhere. They just aren't playing together right now for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. I honestly, to be fair, I don't follow them that much to know, but I can tell you right now they're not playing great. And I was like, but you know what? They're at home, and it doesn't matter about Coach O, leave it or not. These players are all still going for the same goal, and that's to get to the next level. And you're playing at home in Arkansas. I was like, this is a, you know, it's a ranked team they're playing at the time. It's like, or they're about to be. I mean, it's like, come on. Like, I thought they had it. Yeah. They were unranked at the time, but it's like they, sh- they just dropped out. I thought this would be an LSU game. It wasn't. It is what it is. It was a three-point loss. You know, a couple plays either way, and all of a sudden we're both sitting here. Well, actually, I'm sitting here happy. I guess you had the over, but I'm sitting here happy. It didn't work out, but... It is what it is. Yeah, it'll go now. Uh, that's that's the full college slate for this week. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with some more winners for you. But that wraps up college slate for us uh, this week. We're gonna move right into the NFL. Um, once again, I was six and four on NFL. Um, did you add your record up? What were you? Yes, I believe right now I'm sitting at four and four, and that's because we're waiting for the result of the Rams game. The Rams okay. and 49ers, okay. I believe. So, yeah, so waiting I'm, on that game. I'm yeah, four likewise. And four I have. I'm six and four pending the result of this this Rams 49ers game. But um, for the first game we talked about um, was a Ravens Dolphins game. I think this game surprised everybody. Uh, the Ravens were minus seven and a half. It went up to eight and a half before the game started. The total is 47. Um, on the show, I gave you the over 47. I thought they'd score a lot more than they did. Obviously, if you watch that game, it was caught, it was like a slop fest. It was a fucking shitty game. The Ravens are, you know, I thought the Steelers were going to be the weak spot in the division. Ravens, the Ravens are. The Ravens are frauds. Um, you it's know. just that lightning in the bottle yeah. style. Like, the Ravens I are say frauds. that, I know it doesn't have, it's not supposed to happen often, but they just get yeah. these come from behind wins. The Ravens are frauds. Yeah, and but. then they didn't get a chance to do that. I mean, maybe they did get the chance, but they didn't pull it off. No. I also gave you, um, I said at the end of the pick, I, I, I gave you well. the Dolphins first half, Dolphins first half money line. So whether you took the Dolphins spread first half or the Dolphins money line first half, Either way, those were winners. So I'm proud of that. Kind of sniffed that one out. Um, mm-hmm. This game this game sucked. In real life, I had the first half under as well. So I actually won a pretty good amount of units on this game. Um, but, yeah, this game stunk. This yeah. game stunk. I went with the minus 7.5 spread. I thought for sure that even on a sh- shorter week playing on Thursday that the Ravens would be just fine. But um, as a joke, I was talking to men before this started. I said, you know what? I was like, as a joke, I almost went against Anthony because he, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Hamlin there because he always talks about his his uh, difficulty on Thursday night games. We both said that. I said that when yeah. I was, when so I was introducing I thought, the as game a joke, on the episode, I almost yeah. went against him just for the joke part. But then I was like, oh no, I want to stay, you know, stay true to the podcast and give out real things. Apparently, I should have gone with the joke because the Ravens uh, they made a joke out of me by losing this game <laughs> by quite a bit. Yeah. So when I introduced this game on the last episode, I said, you know, Hamlin's notoriously bad on Thursday night. 
not nothing against him, but this, the record is what it is. So I said, I'm going to wait for Hamlin to give me his pick and then just fade whatever he t- says. Um, he gave the Ravens my seven and a half, so I should have listened to my heart and took the, uh, the Dolphins. But I did give you the first half Dolphins, so I'm all right with that. Um, the next game we had was the Falcons-Cowboys. The spread was minus nine for Dallas. The total was 54 and a half. Um, this is another game that I should have stuck my guns with. I think a lot of people were taking the Falcons, though, because the Cowboys started at, like, minus 9 or minus 10, and by the time the game started, they got bet down all the way to minus 7.5, so that tells you people were hammering the Falcons. Um, yeah. And But it turns out the uh, the Cowboys are they're uh, they're looking pretty legit right now. They won by about a billion points. I think Looks it was like 40, Dak's pretty healthy now. I think it was 43-3 nice. to three or something like that. Yeah, 46 to yep, three. 43. 43-3. Um, so I on the show I gave you the over because you know which is crazy because the, da- the Cowboys you can't really score much more than that in an NFL game. Um, I know it's happened before, obviously, but that's a shit ton of points for an NFL game. So if the if the Falcons can even muster a touchdown or two, that mm-hmm. that over hits. But uh, unfortunately, the Falcons forgot how to play football. Um, they remembered for the last couple of weeks, but once I took an over that they're involved in, they forgot how to score. What do you know? So, um, yeah, I took the over 54. This is another ally caught this week, but uh, whatever. Um, this 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 is more about the the Cowboys absolutely demolishing the Falcons. So. Yeah, I got I got a I got a W on this one because I t- I parlayed it. I had the minus nine spread for the Cowboys and the 54 and a half under. Yeah. And that was because I didn't expect the the Falcons to do much. I really didn't expect the the Cowboys. I thought they put up maybe you know 35 ish. I didn't I didn't expect them. Yeah. To throw, I mean, maybe twenty eight, really, to thirty five at most. But I mean, well, they I put mean, up forty three. The, the total still missed by a, more than a touchdown. So yeah, well, I just yeah. didn't expect it to be that much from the Cowboys. I did expect little from the Falcons. So I mean, it worked out well. I remember watching pieces of that game. I was like, oh, this is kind of pushing close to my under. It worked out well. So that parlay hit for me. I got the minus nine spread yep. and the under fifty four and a half. So win. I'll take that. That makes up a little bit for that Ravens seven and a half spread loss there. Uh, yeah. Uh, the next game we gave you was the Saints Titans. Uh, Tennessee was minus three. The mm-hmm. over under is forty four and a half. Um, we gave you the Titans um, money line. You know the the we talked about how weird the spread was that it was only uh, I think it was minus two and a half or three. Um, it might have gone down to two and a half before the game, but either way, it was floating right around that number the whole week. We had minus two when we did this. Yeah. So. With a number of that, you know, that small, it kind of weirds you out. You know, the Titans are on a roll. The Saints are, you know, kind of up and down. They're winning games. They're losing games. You know, you never know what you're going to get out of them, really, especially with Trevor Simeon in there at quarterback. You thought, you know, you're starting Trevor Simeon and you're on the road against a Titans team that's been demolishing everybody, and the spread is still only two points. Like, something's up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that they were right because the game was only, what is it, like 24, 22 or something like that? Yeah, this game out to 23, 21. Yeah, and, I knew it was a two-point yeah. margin, but, yeah, so – it kind of sucks. Like if you if you did have the nuts to take the Saints uh, with the points, that's great for you. I, th- I believe we took the Titans um, money line because it was, it was a good enough value where the money line is probably like minus one twenty, one twenty five. Yeah. So why even bother worrying about those points? That's why I went with so, it for sure. I went money line for this game, and I mentioned in the last one was I understand that Winston's out, but I'm not a big fan on Winston in the sense of I think when he plays plays a good game, it's a good game. It's a really good game. But he's super inconsistent, and not yeah. only is he inconsistent, like he, he's just not even like at his top game. It's yeah. it's not like yeah, it's good, but, but then, it's like because he has you, the talent around him. Yeah. And then you he's factor not in the great. point that he's not even playing, right? Well, that's Simeon, what I'm saying. Like, so when he's inconsistent, I'm yeah. always like, eh. But when you put in Simeon, the only thing that I really worried about this game, that's why I went with the Titans money line and not the minus. 
um, not the spread, excuse me, was because I don't. I think Simeon, honestly, if you're looking at a full I mean, he, season he slate, for, though, um, at least a full year. Yeah, for, uh, the Broncos. Yeah, so. if I'm looking at Simeon on a full scale, like the full year. I'm going to take him more times than not over Winston just because of consistency. Like, you know what you have with him. It's not going to change every week. You know, one week, Winston will be great. The next week, Winston will be a complete bust. Like, I really don't have any faith in Winston, which is why I don't like, in any team he's on, I don't like putting units out there on it. I don't like putting units on anything Winston has anything to do with because I don't trust it. Even with the Saints having a really good defense, that's the only reason why with Simeon, I could say, all right, Good defense. He's Simeon's consistent, but he doesn't have the chance to do Winston on his good day where they're going to, you know, put up a lot of points. I felt pretty confident in this one just doing money line. It was closer than I thought for sure, but 23 21, I mean, it got us some money line. So that was another win for me. I like that one. Yep. Um, next game was Browns Pats. Another game that I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, Vegas put the spread at minus, it, was, it floated around between like minus one and a half, minus two, minus two and a half. Um, maybe you got it at three. But uh, that spread is pretty tight the whole week. It didn't really move all that much. But another game where the Pats kind of came out. And I know early on they got a couple defensive touchdowns. They were just they scored all over them. I don't remember the final score, but they absolutely destroyed 45 them. 45-7. to seven. Yeah, 45-7. to seven. So the total was – the over-under was 45 on this game, and the Pats got that by themselves. Well, didn't get the over, but pretty fucking close. Um, so the Pats got 45 by themselves. Uh, I gave you the pick, uh, the Pats money line, I believe uh, Buzz did as well. Um this 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 win definitely cements the Pats as back, and it cements the Browns as maybe, you know, the Browns. As much as it sucks, you know, the Browns have a, a roster that's loaded, but for some reason it's just um, maybe it's the fact that they had to go to Foxborough and play or Gillette, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called now. Yeah, Gillette. But they had to go up and play Belichick. Foxborough's where they play, but Gillette when they're on, yeah. you know, when they're on a, a roll. You know, that's a tough game for the Browns, but if if you're a legit team, then it shouldn't really matter. You should be able to bring it every week. And the Browns, you know, it's weird because they just went and beat the shit out of the Bengals, and then they go and lay an egg against the Pats. You know, it's uh, it was a weird game, but Pats, once again, embarrassed an opponent at home, except this time it was the Browns instead of the Jets. But, yeah, another another winner pick. Gave the Pats money line. Buzz, do you have anything on this game? Or? Yeah, for me it was um... – I had the I had the money line for the Pats in the show. I definitely you could probably hear if you listen back, you would know. I kind of took me a second, and then I kind of questioned it, then I went against it, and I went with parlay with the under. But I'm okay with it. I technically lost in real life. I did not parlay it um, at the time. I truly thought that was a good a good like pick for it because I thought they would win. I didn't like the spread enough just because it's a little sketch. It's just like I could see the Pasha type team that's so conservative most of the time. You could see a very, very tight game that ends within, you know, one, two, three points maybe at most. But with this case, the Pasha just ran away with it. In the second half especially, I mean, they were up at the time, I believe it was uh, 24 to 7 at the half. And then they go out and they score 21 unanswered in the second. Like, I mean, the Browns couldn't do anything. But one thing that we see, though, is Stevenson. You mentioned him last week, Ben. He is coming into his own. He had 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. He's looking great. Harris was out this game. Yeah, he was Stevenson. Out. So, Stevenson you know, him being, um, him being out was definitely playing. At a, a, he was the only running back they really ran. They ran J.J. Taylor six times for 11 yards, which no one really – they expect him to be more of a James White. Like, hey, come in as, like, the, the, the third down back, a little pass here and there. But um, 
it was Stevenson was the one they expected to be almost like uh, like the blunt they had a few years ago when he was there. You know, like they know Dude, he pass can power blunt. through. Pass the blunt, homie. Pass the blunt, man. And you know what? That's what he did. Passed it all around for a hundred yards on the regard. Two touchdowns. And you know what? Mac Jones looked very, very good. 19 yeah, for 23, yeah. 198 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and an 8.6 average is nothing to scoff at. Right. I mean, he was throwing there's, the ball at a good distance. Yeah. There's a couple plays. Getting um, those. I mean, that was a great I think game. It was the they even had to bring in Hoyer at the end, and yeah, he got think, himself a touchdown. I think it was the first touchdown that Mac Jones threw, but it was a uh, it was a pretty high touch pass, and he threw it in between the safety and the corner that was covering uh, Kendrick Bourne. Mm-hmm. And Bourne fully extended up in the air at the goal line, caught it out of the air. But Mac Jones put that football where only he could go get it. And he split the coverage. It was a great throw. Yeah. And then, like, two throws before that, he threw a great kind of like a fade route down the sideline. Great timing route. He basically took mm-hmm. the snap and threw it immediately. He took, like, one or two steps, dropped back, threw the ball up. Great fade, great fade route. Put it where only his receiver could get it. Beautiful throw. And I'll say it again. I've said it before. You know, I hate the Patriots, but it's fucking crazy to see that you know, once again, here's his quarterback. You know, he got he was the last quarterback taken of the, like the top stud group in this year's draft. He, you know, everybody which was unexpected. Everybody, at the time. yeah, he got taken last, and and look what's happening. So it sucks for me. It's fun to watch though. If I if I just turn off the part of my brain that says fuck the Patriots, it's fun to watch him play because he's so good at it. Well, but, he's uh, a he's a true student of the game. Like he actually, you can tell he legitimately cares. Like if anyone I know, if you just watch like normal coverage, you won't see as much. But if you, you know follow things like Nesson, it's like uh, local, actually regional um, broadcasting we have out here. They 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 talk a lot about what he does on the side, and like he truly is all in on trying to be the best he can be. And at the end of the day, I think he's one of those guys that knows he's talented, but he also knows he doesn't have the flashiness and like the marketability of like these other guys. He has to go out and prove it in different ways. And he's doing it on the field, which what matters the most. Like yeah. at the end of the day, like yes, there's other you know, other quarterbacks went above him, and I understand as much as right now I'm sitting there thinking like you know idiots like for the 49ers like yeah they had sitting there and they have Trey Lance but they're like he they think he has a higher ceiling and they think that Garoppolo is still there. They have a starter. I get in a sense why they passed on Jones to take Trey Lance. That's where I thought Jones was really going to land, yeah. and he didn't. He ended up falling back to the pass. They didn't have to trade anything for him. And to be fair, they kind of got lucky. He fell in their lap. But with that said, yeah. he's he's very, very good quarterback. Even in college. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. I mean, like in college, I know I know you have all these players around you at Alabama. I get that. But if you have all those players around you, you still have to make the pass. And he made those passes time and again, like over and over and over and over yeah. again. That opened up the running game because he never missed his open receivers. And he's not really doing that in the NFL. Like most of his interceptions. Like I mean, I I don't have it right in front of me right now. He's probably got about six ish interceptions on the air, something like that. Yeah, he doesn't make a lot of bad. At throws. least like two or three of them are straight up decisions. tip passes though. Yeah. Like and y'all, I'm not making excuses in the sense that you throw a pick, you throw yeah. a pick. I get that, but you do have to take take into account the fact that some of those were quite literally tip passes or right through the receiver's hands and stuff. It's still a good throw. It just didn't end well. Yeah, you know. And no, I think Matt Jones is yeah. going to be a Great very, performance. very good spot coming forward. And the Great only thing other I'll mention is, of course, because I talked about it, and this was the one week I didn't do it, and we kind of mentioned it before. We had a we had a pretty wild weekend um, coming in the weekend before. This past weekend, I was very busy again, and it <coughs> kind of, uh, I don't think I ever really got over the previous weekend. I was still pretty uh, pretty messed up, I guess is a nice way to put it and Sunday I was watching the game, this and that. I still watched it. Didn't think anything about putting in my units on the 
Jacoby Myers. Yeah, you knew it was going to hit eventually. Bet. I knew it, and I completely blanked yeah. on it. And of course, what happens? Jacoby yeah. 20, Myers, 20 first years from touchdown. Now. Twenty years from now, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, damn. You, do you remember? Uh, Maybe not twenty years from now. Do you remember now, early I can November? Tell you, I tell you no, right that's now. No, that's one of those. That's one of those losses where it's it'll like, be annoying. But I tell you right now, when I'm random. thinking this week, when I go to get, I go to get a little bit of uh, booze for you know the podcast, this and that. I think you know what? Jacoby Myers would have paid for this. Right. If I but put it's one of those, that down, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know. it is what it is. It was just completely on my, it was on my end. I've been telling you guys all to do this. I hope you listened. I hope you did it because I've been saying do it and just keep doing it and keep yeah. doubling up. And I didn't take my own advice. And here's what happens. He gets his first one. Maybe, maybe he got a taste of the end zone. And now he wants some more. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to put that out again. Yeah, to tell you that for a while, <laughs> yeah. But I am at, I'm happy for the dude because he's yeah. really produced well. I think he said he was over 1500 yards. Until he finally got his first touchdown, he's the only yeah. player in NFL history, I believe, that's ever done that. Yeah. Finally, so yeah. I mean, it's finally just, the Pats it's a crazy. Finally, the Pats have like those. You know, the Pats always have like these random receivers, and they put them together, and they kind of do the job. They get the job done, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not. They're not like superstars or anything. But this year, they got the same group of guys. They got Jacoby Myers. They got uh, well, they got some. They got Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, they got Kendrick who's Bourne. Who's done better than I expected? And they're finally, you know, and finally, Keel Harry's finally playing a finally little bit some better. Shit, so. I hated the Nelson Aguilar. Acquisition. I still don't Aguilar's like having it. a pretty good year. I hate him. I can't stand him. They probably didn't him. pay much for him. He so. can't catch a damn ball ever. So, like, I mean, he's on a little bit better here with uh, in New England, but no, I'm not a huge fan of him. He'll come up with a big play in the playoffs, I'm sure. I'm well, sure. Hunter Henry's been a real bright spot, though. Yeah. Johnny Smith's been a little bit out, you know, out and in. When he's playing, I know he's going to be great. Hunter Henry, why? though, has nine. Yeah. Hunter Henry has nine. I think it's nine games with a touchdown right now. Yeah. I mean, he's. He's doing yeah. exactly what we expected. Hunter Henry is great. Yeah. Well, I think we slobbed their fucking knob enough. So, uh, speaking wait, of... Wait, wait, wait. Get underneath real quick. Yeah. Great. That's yeah, fucking, I know that's you love fucking him. great. I know you love him. <laughs> um, no, the next game we're going to talk about real quick was... Uh, I gave you as many warnings as I could. Talking about the Lions-Steelers, I said... The, the fact that the spread is nine points is fucking bullshit. I think if you're a Steelers fan trying to play some units on your team, the fact that Vegas put that spread at nine... like. Believe me, I would love to brag about the Steelers being a nine-point favorite over anybody, but nine-point spread in the NFL over the Lions, give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. That was a bullshit line from the beginning. I told you the smart play. Even I with was, the Lions being the worst team in the gonna, league, you were like, I know, you were against it, though. You I knew. wasn't going to. It, yeah, like, but that's, eh. yeah, it doesn't, yeah, that doesn't yeah. matter to me. Like, that's what the, I'm saying. You knew. The, the, I told you the smart play was the Lions plus nine. I told you this was going to be the game. I wouldn't surprise me at all if the Lions picked up the first win. I hope, you know... Thankfully, they didn't. Thankfully, they went to overtime, but it's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I know that Ben Roethlisberger didn't play. I don't care. They, they should have never gone to overtime. The Steelers, I think there was like each team threw like three interceptions in overtime. It was fucking bullshit to watch. I almost turned it off. I was like, I don't care if they lose. I don't want to see the end of this game. I don't care if they win. I don't even want to see this fucking shit football anymore. Mm. It's incredible. The, the, Mike Tomlin's been coaching the NFL, head coach for the Steelers about 15 years now. He's never had a losing regular season record, but somehow he finds a way to fucking play down to the level of the Lions. And I don't care that they had a backup quarterback. Mason Rudolph's been there for fucking five years now. I think he's seeing shades of Garrett. So he's it's getting like, scared. He's like, oh, that helmet's coming from my face. Fucking bullshit. But uh, yeah, I told you to. I'm, I told you I wasn't going to take it. Obviously, I can't bet against the Steelers. But I told you the smart play was the Lions plus nine because it's way too many points. I've watched mm-hmm. the Steelers a long time. I knew this was going to be a letdown game. Um, but yeah, I I said uh, I took the Steelers team total over just as like a throwaway pick because I didn't know what else to pick. I certainly wasn't going to take them minus nine, but I'm not allowed to take them plus nine. So I gave the Steelers team total over. I'm not sure what that was at by game time was with ben, Big Ben being out, but I'm sure they didn't hit it because they only scored 16 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing I took that as an L, but I told you the Lions were the smart play at plus nine, so that hit. Um, 
dog shit football game. I I can't. I wanted to pull my eyeballs out watching it, but uh, did you have anything on this game, Buzz? Uh, only thing I have. I mean, I think you said enough. They suck. We knew that. But I had 42.5 under is what I picked. That was the over-under. was at 42.5. And, and I knew neither team, even with Roethlisberger at the time, is what we expected to. I didn't expect much scoring. Um, and that hit. That's all I took. Because I was trying to take the safe pick on that. Because, again, like we do try to make sure we have good picks on here for you guys. Because there's no point in doing this if we're not doing that. And I yeah. felt like the under was a safe bet. Like in all, because I don't think either team's gonna score much, and and you know they got thirty two and uh yeah thirty two and the forty two and a half under hit, that's what I picked. Happy about it. Yep. Um, yeah, Steelers are now on the standings with that one loss or the uh, the one tie. I hate looking at that. It's so ugly. It's almost you're, worse. Than you're a trying loss. to figure out what their record is and how many games ahead they are, or behind they are, and you got to deal with that fucking tie, dude. I would I would have rather they lost yeah. the game. I would have rather they lost the game, to be honest with you. But uh, anyways, we'll move on. We'll, let's, we'll try to get you out of here. We only got a few more games, we'll, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, we got the Panthers-Cardinals. This is another game that I don't think anybody saw coming. Um, Panthers beat the Cardinals outright, and they did it with enthusiasm. Um, they absolutely wrecked the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Cardinals were uh, minus 10. They were 10-point favorites. I think at the time we recorded, it wasn't sure if Kyler Murray was going to play, so they started Colt McCoy again. Um, Cardinals were minus 10. I took the cards minus 10. I think everybody else did as well. Um, cause what are you going to do? Take the Panthers? Like, no. So we took the Cardinals surprise game. I think the Cardinals are realizing they can't just sleepwalk to the playoffs and let Kyler Murray sit forever. I think Kyler Murray needs to sack the fuck up and play some football because his team can't keep losing these games. Um, I know they won last week with Colt McCoy, but you can't play at home and drop a game against the Panthers. I think their um, record's the only reason they let him sit there. Yeah. So uh, it's time for Kyler Murray to come back. Uh, people, I have Kyler Murray. I like. I have him on my fantasy team. I like him. I think um, this is not. This is going to be another case where like Kyler Murray is in a very good situation right now. But if if anything changes, if the boat rocks at all, you're going to see the Cardinals implode. You saw it this game. Um, Kyler Murray is very dependent on having, you know, his his team around him and and everything has to be perfect for him to succeed. Mm. And the Cardinals need to have Kyler Murray to succeed. And I think if any of that goes goes wrong, it turns into a house of cards and all falls apart. Um, so you saw that with this game. Uh, I'm skeptical about Kyler Murray being a 10, 15-year NFL starting quarterback veteran. I think he's too small. He's too soft. He's too, you know... That dude can go he's, to he's too, he's, he wants he's too money, built so. into this system to really be like a um, you know, long-term NFL stud. I don't see it. I'm enjoying watching him play football right now, but I just don't see it coming you know, long-term. But that's not what the show's about. I had the cards minus 10. Did you have anything on this, Buzz? I'll say a quick little just on that real fast. I've always seen Murray as I was surprised even number one. I thought he'd be good, but I did think number one. I'll tell you one thing, though. Yes, they put a lot of good pieces around him, which is smart. That's what you should do no matter what, especially if you're using a number one pick on a player at quarterback in particular. But I I feel like what we're seeing right now is a good reason that we're not going to see him. Maybe, I don't know about the 10, 15-year thing, but as far as staying with the Cardinals, is they're not going to go out there and give him the bag like the Chiefs did Mahomes, I don't think, because I think that, I mean, Mahomes is definitely a better quarterback. Don't get me wrong than Murray. But they have a similar play style in the sense of, like, they've had to make things happen a lot, like as in scrambling around. Murray does that a lot. A lot of, like, you know, wins and a lot of big gains and stuff from him is him extending that pocket further and further and further. Like, he managed to do that, which is huge. It's big to have. 
But with that said, you need players downfield to, you know, really cap that off. Because if you just throw it up to nobody's, probably no one's bringing it down. You know, Hawkins had that massive Hail Mary the other, you know, I think it was last year against the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, you know, this this is going to happen. I think, I think Murray, though, is pretty solid. I think that what you're going to see, what you mentioned is, and we won't go too far into it, is I think Murray knows if he doesn't get the bag this next year for any team, which I think he definitely will from somebody. For whatever reason, he or I shouldn't say next year. I think it'll be the year after. Yeah, he's got to, he, he must have an option. Yeah, yeah, I think he has the next year. Yeah, so if it's not there, I mean, this dude can go to the MLB at any time. He was a top pick in the MLB, and he, he opted out, you know, to go to the NFL. So it's I, not, don't, I don't know if he'll be going to the MLB. But. No, I'm just saying he has options. If you're not going to give him a lot of money and no other teams will, he's going to be fine. Like. This dude is athletic. He'll make yeah, it happen. Someone. Somebody will definitely make him. Like, someone's yeah. definitely going to give him that money. It always happens. Um, and that's why I think he's going to stay around for a while because someone's going to take the chance. Because at the end of the day, quarterback's such a tough position to nail down and get. And that's why, like we mentioned in the last game there, very happy with Mac Jones. Yep. But for this game, I lost it. I took Cardinals' money line because I even thought if Colt McCoy does play, Cardinals, I mean, yes, the Panthers' defense, I mean, they're pretty solid for sure. But I just did not see this blow coming. Yeah, I don't think anybody. <laughs> Twenty-four did. points. I mean, game. What can you do? Game. It's over. It's done with. Yep. We're on to the next one. Next game, we'll we'll blow through this real quick. It's Vikings Chargers. Uh, the Chargers were minus two and a half favorites at home. Total was fifty-four. I told you on this game, I smelled a rat. Um, the fact that the Chargers were only minus two and a half or minus three, Vikings were coming all the way across the country to play them. Uh, the Vikings hadn't played necessarily great football lately, and the fact that the Chargers were only three-point favorites, I told you, I smell a rat. Um, the Vikings came out, and they uh, you know, they got up early, and then they were down after halftime, and I think uh, towards the end of the qu- third quarter, they scored a t- couple touchdowns, ended up, ended up beating the Chargers outright. Um, I had the Vikings in real life. Um, I think I stayed away, actually, from giving a solid pick on the show, but I did give you a warning, like, hey, I smell a rat on this game. Um, in my personal life, I did take the Vikings for like four units, so I'm pretty happy with that. But um, do you have anything on this game real quick? Or? I don't have much to say. All I'm going to say is I had a lot of faith in Herbert. I still do. Overall, I think he's going to be just fine in his career. But I have a lot of faith in him. It's really hard for me to go against him. Uh, in college, it was the opposite. I did not think he was I – th- I thought he got taken too high in the draft. Yeah, I, I mean, did you not just think hear that he name, was... Justin Herbert. It's well, like... I mean, he passed it like, yes, he scrambles good, which is a huge thing for his size in that arm to scramble like that too. Yeah. I thought that was a huge upside. But he threw, he had a lot of turnovers his final year at Oregon. I was yeah. not super sold on him going that high. But when he hit the NFL, he started doing big things. I was pretty confident in him, and I still am. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going away from this train. I still think he'll be all right. But the, like we said earlier, the last week, I remember I mentioned it, and you said, yep, that's the that's the word to use from them. They're weird. The Chargers are weird. Yeah, you Chargers never weird. know what's going to happen. Chargers are weird. And, you know, at home, I thought they had this one. You know, and I, I don't think the Vikings are bad, but I don't think they're good. Yeah. I mean, it's not even past their record at four and five. I just don't think they're yeah. that no, the Vikings are gonna, of a team. No, the Vikings team. are going to lose in the divisional round. They're going to get destroyed. Yeah, if, win, if they even so. get – I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's like – Yeah, if you make it. Yeah, so – I mean, I'm still on the Herbert train. I'm still like I'm not necessarily the Chargers train. I just believe in Herbert. Yep. This game got me. I did minus two and a half spread. Didn't hit. So on to the next one yeah. though. Uh, we had we had the Chiefs Raiders up next. The Chiefs were minus two and a half. Um, I think the total was like fifty two or something like that. Um, this is a game where I said, you know, I think the Chiefs will finally cover the spread. I think the spread is tight enough. You know, Vegas had been giving them like seven, eight, nine points, ten points sometimes. The Chiefs, you know, to cover. Um, the Chiefs were terrible against the spread this year. This is the first time they're even close to being even um, as far as the spread goes. They're only minus two and a half. I said, hey, I think the Chiefs will cover that number. It's only two and a half. All yep. you got to do is win by a fucking field goal. 
Um, they did win this game. I think they won by, I don't know, like 10 or 12, 14. Um, what was the final score on that? 41-14. Oh, yeah. So, they, yeah, sorry. They won quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they got them good. Yeah, so I took the, uh, took the Chiefs, um, finally won a game. This might be a little comeback. This might be the game where people look back on the, at the end of the year being like, oh, wow, you know, when they're raising the Lombardi trophy, they're going to be like, yeah, that game against the Raiders where they absolutely beat the shit out of them, that's where they turn the season around. You never know. They might be, you know, looking too far ahead, but the Chiefs have always had this roster. Nothing changed from the Super Bowl team. Um, not, not a whole lot anyways. Um, they just started getting figured out by opponents. Maybe they come back after this win, recharges them, and, you know, they go to work. But we'll, we'll see. Anyways, we gave you the winner on this game, the Chiefs minus two and a half. Um, I think everybody gave you that win. Yep, I, yeah. I, took, I took two and a half, and um, I'm just going to put this out there now. Two things real quick. I happen to be looking at my fantasy team, and I was, I'm was i actually playing Ben this week. Um, I'm actually waxing that ass just for uh, the record. But I can tell you right now, I was a little bit concerned until uh, I looked at about afternoon time, Sunday last time I looked, and I forgot to look last night, looked in today, just now, first time. Unless Kittle this goes off for 30 points, so we're good. This but what I'm going to say so is what we're looking bad is it's 14 to nothing for 49ers. It's a great story because I'm beating the fuck out of you. The 49ers but are winning 14 49ers nothing. are at 14 nothing, which is not good for us. But, again, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. This is it's early on. Yep. Well, you still suck, and I'm still beating you by 30. But, yes, it's 14 nothing. We'll see what happens. It's a long game ahead of us. I can tell you right now, and I don't think to, it makes a huge difference with the Robert our, Woods uh, thing, but I'm not going to say it's not, you know, I'm not going to say it didn't affect it. I think it's going to be a piece of it, but at the end of the day, there's no reason they're down 14 nothing right now in that no, sense with like Woods yeah. out. No, I, I mean, I, I can tell you right now, we're obviously doing this podcast right now. We have no idea what's happened. We're about no, to watch this game as soon as this is this over. Game, so. uh, if we're going to talk about that game, the Rams were uh, minus four. Yeah, minus four. I think, they went down this, to, yep. I think they went down to three and a half. Uh, Total right now, I believe, started at fifty-two, or it ended at fifty-two at the time of the game. At the time, the last show when we picked it, it was forty-nine. It went up to fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking this line again, another rat line. I took the Rams anyways, but I'm obviously regretting it now because as we're recording this, they're down by two touchdowns in like mm-hmm. fifteen minutes. So that's not great. I think um, we have a lot of game in front of us, and it's important to note that Stafford is four for seven, twenty-one yards with two picks. Yeah, he, he had has two, two interceptions, and we are watching the game, so we don't know where those two picks, picks were. But they clearly are not. No matter what, it's not good. But it's he had two probably picks against the Titans. Times. Um, one was at like the twenty, and they returned it to like the six. So essentially, pick six because they immediately scored after that. And then the next drive, immediately after that, Matt Stafford threw an actual pick six. So he basically threw two pick sixes in a row against the Titans last week. Mm-hmm. Right around this time of the game, it was end of the first quarter, beginning of the second, is when Stafford threw two straight pick sixes. So Stafford needs to pick his shit up and get it together because this is two weeks in a row that the Rams are going to fuck me. And so um, on that note, let's end the note on a little anger. Let's end, let's end the show on a little anger. Okay. With Matt Stafford. Can you hear that? That's, that's Stafford's nuts clapping me in the ass. Mm. That's, what, that's what's happening to me right now. And uh, I know that you said it's an interesting story, so I'll, I'll go ahead and reiterate it. That's what I'm doing to your fantasy team. So it's fair that That's this right. is all happening. Right. I'm happy about it. That's right. But I will say right now, I really think that we'll see what happens. I got a good yeah. feeling. Kyler Murray's, been, come. On, Kyler Murray's I, been on the bench for the last three weeks, and I'm just getting right. rammed right okay, now. Okay, well, when you're done making excuses, I think that the Rams will be just right fine now. at this game. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably about to put a money line. 
unit bet down on the Rams to win this game outright because I bet it's a nice, tasty bet. And I really feel like they'll be just fine because if Stafford is thrown two picks, we probably are not going to see any more. You know what I did? I did that same thing last week when they were playing the Titans and they're done. I was like, there's no way that the Rams don't come back and they win this game. And then I lost even more units because I was trying to chase it. It's a good thing I'm not so, you. I'm feeling pretty good about this. Yeah. I'm probably going to put those units down on the Rams' money line. If not the spread, we're gonna, we have to see what it is. You know, everyone's got different uh, spreads out there. We'll see what's going on. But I, I'm feeling pretty good about the Rams coming back and at least keeping this game close, if not winning it. So we'll see what happens. I could be completely that's wrong. Actually great, it's happened, that's so. actually a great cliffhanger. What, what we're going to do is put in these, these bets, and on Thursday's show... We'll let you know what happened. So check it out real quick. What's that, what's that spread? <laughs> check it out. I don't know what it is. Can you check right now? Let's see. We can cut this little part out if it takes too long. My guess is the Rams are like plus like one and a half, two and a half, something like that live. It's pretty good, but I don't give a shit about your guess. I want to know what it is. All right. So. so the money line for the Rams right now live is plus 230. Plus 215 now. Yep. Spread for the it, game? Uh, five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. I like that money line. I think you hammer that money line. If you happen, you will have no chance of listening to this, but I'll send it to some friends. You hammer that money line. That's what I'm about to do for uh, one unit, one and a half unit, Ben. That's what I like to throw out there. That is going to wrap up this episode of the Beer Money Podcast. I don't believe we have anything else to talk about. I believe that it is possible that Hamlico, our producer, will come in soon with an edit to put himself in at the end here to have his picks out there. He may not. We do not know for sure. But I can tell you one thing. It was another great episode. I do love doing this. It's a fun time every time. It really sucks signing it's been, off. It's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it it's sucks signing pleasure. off for real, though, and all jokes so aside, much pleasure. this is actually fun. And so I much hate pleasure. when we have to stop doing it because I have to go back to the real world and have my mm-hmm. real job and deal with real shit. This is a good time to get away from that. But all good things come to an end, as well as this podcast, for this episode. Do you have anything else you want to add, Ben? I do not. I want to tell everybody I love them. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Thursday. Well, you'll hear, you'll hear it on Friday. We'll be recording Thursday. So when you're, laying, when you're laying down your head on your pillow at night on Thursday, be like, those boys are somewhere being so fucking funny right now, and I can't wait to hear it on Friday. That's, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. So we love you guys. We'll see you on Friday. Mm-hmm. Toodaloo, motherfucker. Hey, it's your boy here, Buzz Alwins, at the Beer Money Podcast. As always, I need to plug my boy, Kyle McGeechin at Two Rivers Realty. His email, when you want a house, and even if you don't, you message him and see what you need. That is tworiverskyle at gmail.com. T-W-O-R-I-V-E-R-S-K-Y-L-E at gmail.com he's gonna make sure you have what you need i am personally in the market myself and i can promise you this is not blowing smoke he is very helpful he's gonna tell me hey stay away from it or go all in and you know we love to go all in here at the beer money podcast so again hit up kyle mcgeechin at two rivers realty the email t-w-o R-I-V-E-R-S-K-Y-L-E at gmail.com. We are legally obligated to tell you that the Beer Money Podcast does not guarantee results. 
All of our bets, all of our picks, our suggestions, and they are made to be taken as such. Always do your research. Always be a responsible gambler. And if you or anyone you know has a problem with gambling, please go online to find your state's local resources.